This is a summary of the second sicha of Bezais Habracha. Look at the sicha is Chelek Yud Dalid. I strongly suggest to learn the first sicha of Bezais Habracha in this very same Chelek because they're actually taken from two years, one right after each other. Simchas Teira, Lam Gimel, Lam Dalid. 70, uh, 72 and 73. And uh, what, what the Rebbe the Rebbe is dealing with in both Sikhs in its core is that there's an implication in the Rambam and in, indeed in the Gemara that there's a connection between Vizayis Habracha and the holiday of Shmini Yatzeris. That It's not that just we're finishing the Taita now and it's a joyous time and we want to have a lot of joy when we're completing the Torah, so we do it on a joyous holiday. No, there's actually the theme. What we read about Vizayis Habrach is connected to the holiday, just like the other. Every holiday we read a theme which is connected to that day. And in the previous sicha, the Rebbe gave an explanation for that connected to the tablets. In this sicha, the Rebbe has a different focus, a different connection, a different connection. What's the connection? And the discussion centers around a pasuk in the beginning of the blessings. Keep in mind, the name of the Torah portion is V'zeis Habracha Shabedach Meishah. These are the blessings. The Meishah blesses the 12 tribes. But as an introduction to the 12, to, to the blessings of all the tribes, Meishah Shabedach gives an introduction. And he says, That Hashem is a king in Juthurun, which is a name for the Jewish people, when the Jewish people gathered together, all the tribes of Israel united. And Rashi famously says in this pasuk that when does Hashem bless the Jewish people? Only when they're one. Only when they're united and totally as one. And then Hashem is the king of the Jewish people and Hashem blesses the Jewish people. And this, of course, reverberates, it, it, it very much hits at home with the theme of the month of Tishrei. That in fact, it's explained in Chassidus that the word atzeres means to absorb. The literal translation, the word klita, bikoilet, to, to internalize and to absorb, to gather in, to take in. And what it is, is that it, it, it really captures the heart and soul of the, previ- of the rest of the month of Tishrei. However, the Rebbe points out from different sources specifically what it, it captures more than anything else is the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. More than Yom Kippur, more than Sukkot. It captures the essence of what it captures Rosh Hashanah. There's a di- direct connection between the two. It's brought down in many sources. The 48 hours of Shmini Yatzeres and Simchas Taida correspond to the 48 hours of Rosh Hashanah. And what you could accomplish through seriousness and tears and so on. On Rosh Hashanah, you accomplish through dancing on Shmini Yatzeres and Simchas Taira. What is that? What is that accomplishment? What, what happens on Rosh Hashanah? What happens on Rosh Hashanah is that we crown Hashem as king. We accept upon ourselves the yoke of heaven. Um, but not in a way that it's a yoke. In a way that our entire being, we give over to Hashem. We give ourselves to Hashem. And of course, Hashem now blesses us with a beautiful, wonderful new year. And the Jewish people are blessed. And in fact, before 
uh, before we uh, we had Rosh Hashanah, we read the parsha of Atam Litzavim Hayim that you're all standing here together before Hashem as a prerequisite in order to be blessed. You have to be one and united, and then you'll get all the blessings. What is this theme of being united? So it's, it's discussed in many places, but in the context of Rosh Hashanah, what it means to be united is that the question must be asked. What truly unites the Jewish people? What really makes us one? And the answer is, there's really only one thing that makes us one. It's our total and absolute submission to God. That's the only thing that makes us one. That the Jewish people, even though some are unaware, are completely and totally dedicated and in love with and and, and nullified to God. A Jew is a totally selfless being. Ego is a foreign phenomenon for a Jewish person. And a, a, a person could identify with his ego, but he's identifying with something which is not the true him, which is not his true self. The moment he lets go of his ego, he's getting in touch with his true identity. The identity of a Jew is bound up with Hashem. It's total nullification, total subjugation, total self-negation. And that is really what unites, that's the core, the pintalayid, the essence of a Jew, what unites and brings all the Jewish people together. And the and it doesn't matter what level of the Jewish people a person's on, you know, it's it, ultimately in comparison to the king, everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's nullifying themselves in total and absolute commitment to the king. And then the king has a role for you to play in his kingdom, but it's all incorporated within the king. The king is the one who brings it all together and and really unites the people that they should be like one people. And this is the theme of Rosh Hashanah. And then we bring it out even more on Shemini Atzeres and Simchas in a revealed fashion, in a time of supreme joy, now, where do we find that it's such a high level of joy on Shemini Yatzeres and Simchas Taira? Because all the other times of joy are always connected with a mitzvah. The simcha associated with a mitzvah. The simcha of shaking the lulav and esrik. The, shake, the, the simcha of sitting in the sukkah. The simcha shal mitzvah. Over here, there's no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah. We're not doing a mitzvah. We're just rejoicing. Even the other holidays, the, 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 there's the joy. Every holiday we have a commandment to be joyous. There's the joy of receiving the Torah. There's the joy of the, of the exodus from Egypt. Here we just have the joy of Shemini Yatzeres and Simchas Torah. What does that mean when we don't associate it with any particular mitzvah? What it means, first of all, is that it breaks down the division between the Jewish people. That It's not because some people are going to fulfill a mitzvah better than others and so on. We're talking about something so core to the Jewish people, that you don't have to associate it with anything else, with a mitzvah. It's just the core of a Jewish identity. Just rejoice. Just be happy in this relationship with Hashem. It goes to the essence of a Jewish person. And what uh, the other things it tells you about it, it tells you that it's that it's not it, it's an infinite joy. It's not it's not limited. It's not compartmentalized. It's it's it it just captures the a person is a totally there's nothing that he leaves behind in terms of his giving himself over to Hashem. 
There's nothing that, that pure joy, pure. The ego is completely gone. You know, the happiest time in a person's life is is that moment when they forget about themselves completely, zero self awareness. So that there, there's this infinite uh, level in a way that a person is totally removed from the picture, and they're in a total state of joy, and that's what's experienced on Shmini Atzeres and Simchas is similar to Reish Hashanah, and that's precisely what we discuss in the parsha of Bezei Sabracha. Um, the Rebbe concludes with a fascinating idea. Where the Rebbe says, "What do we mean? What do you mean? We know that the name of the holiday is Simchas Taida, the joy of the Taida." It, not just joy, the joy of the Taita. So how could we make this argument that it's not connected with anything? It's true in the Taita didn't connect it with something, but we connected it with something. Simchas Taita. And in fact, before we do Hakafis, before we begin the, the celebration, the dancing, we actually read 17 verses of the Taita. And actually, people don't realize this, but it's an incredible thing. We're reading 17 reasons why to be happy. 17 psukim from the Taita which are reasons to be happy. So what do we mean? It's, 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 it's infinite. It's, uh, we're very much connecting the simcha with an item. Simcha's toida. And uh, the answer is, based on idea which is, uh, which is uh, discussed in Hasidus, that the uh, simcha's is means two things. The literal translation is, that we rejoice because we completed the Taita. We're rejoicing in the Taita. But then this, this literal translation, just the literal Hebrew, Simchas Taita, the joy of the Taita. In other words, the Taita's rejoicing. The Taita's rejoicing, and the Taita wants to dance, but the Taita doesn't have feet. So, so we're the feet of the Taita, and we dance for the Taita. Now, what does what does what's the deep meaning of this idea? What, what's the idea? What it means is like this: a very very powerful idea. It's true. The Rebbe says it's true. It's what's true. The Torah does have a certain frame of reference. The Torah does have a limitation. It's not the essence of infinity. Even though there is a pasuk which calls it infinite, it says it's longer than the earth and it's wider than the sea. But the fact that it's even speaking in terms of measurements is already giving it a certain definition. A certain limitation. That's true, the Rebbe says. But what allows the Torah to truly be infinite when it when it's implemented, when it's connected with the Jewish people? Because in fact, the Jewish people are higher than the Torah. In other words, primarily, a reason why a Jew keeps the Torah is not in order to be connected to God but rather because a Jew is connected with God. One more time. A Jew doesn't primarily do the Torah the and the mitzvahs in order to become connected with God. He does it because he's connected with God. And the only way to express that connection is through the Torah. But a Jew in his core, in his essence, is higher than anything. He's connected with the infinity of God, of Hashem. And that joy of that connection, of that relationship, is, is that simcha. Simcha has the nature of poetz gather, breaks all boundaries, all walls. It truly connects with the infinite. And we could give this infinite quality to the Torah. 
the Torah really could be one with Hashem and with the Jewish people through us, through its connection with uh, through of, of the Yidden, of the Jewish people. Um, and that indeed is the idea behind Simchas Torah, this, this, this celebration of the Kabbalah's El, the, the connection with the king, with Hashem, that's what's taking place, and we're giving that to the Torah. But then we must go into the reverse and ask the question, but then what does it mean when we say that we are, not that the Torah is celebrating through us, but we're celebrating through the Torah? The answer is that that we shouldn't get on our, on our high horses so fast over the Torah, saying we're greater than the Torah. At the end of the day, the Torah has a tremendous advantage over us. That what? That even as it exists within this physical material world, it's still one with Hashem. It's still one with the infinite. And therefore, the only way a Jew is going to reveal his, his identity, his infinite identity, his connection with Hashem, is through the Torah. There is no other way. Because as we've as we exist in this world, we're separate entities from Hashem. We, we, we feel separate, we are separate, and we're not going to be able to connect with that divinity, with that truth, with that, with that infinite quality, only through the Torah. And the Torah allows us, when we have the Torah, it reveals the essence of who we are, who the Jewish people are, and that in turn is now given back to the Torah. So it's a, it comes full circle, ultimately. And the... Uh, that first the Jews rejoice in the Torah, and through this they connect, attach themselves to the Torah, and the Torah attaches us to Hashem, and that reveals the root source of the Jewish people, that they are greater than the Torah, and they put that into the Torah, and we rejoice the Torah. And that's why before we begin dancing, we need to go through the Torah. You have to read the 17 verses, because everything for a Jew, in order to experience this, everything has to go through the Torah. And through all of this, we have the ultimate joy, which brings all Jews together as one. And it's not that we don't have a deep lecture on Rosh on, on Simchas Teireh. It's not what takes place. We wrap up the Teireh and we dance with the Teireh. All Jews are one. It's not a time for lectures. We're dealing with the level of our souls where all Jews are absolutely one. And we have one father and we are one soul just who happen to be in different bodies.